Welcome to another edition of the Rhetoric Rick Show. I'm your host, Ricky, and as always, we're online at the rhetoricrickshow.wordpress.com. Go ahead and check it out. You can see past shows, uh, show notes, and um, all our social media outlets, which I haven't been keeping up with because I've just been super busy living life, folks. <laughs> at least I'm trying to. Whatever it is I, I live, I'm living it, okay? It's... it's for, for those who don't know, I always, I always give this disclaimer. I have two jobs, and and it's you know I have a during the week job and a weekend job, which my hours are fixed. I mean, I still have time in the evening and uh, weekend afternoons and um, nights, but at the same time, it kind of inhibits any type of uh, you know last minute. Hey, let's take a drive to the coast or go to the mountains or whatever. Anything that requires too long of a drive, then I'm pretty much out. And you know what? I'm all right with that. At first, it kind of bothered me when I had entered uh, back into the dating scene. And uh, again, me being living in Portland, you see a lot of that where, oh, yeah, you know what? Hey, we, it is the environment, the hike, the bike. Uh, SUP took me forever to learn what that meant. And a SUP, basically stand-up paddle boarding. I thought it was an, I thought it was like a, you know, one of these uh, S&M things, BDSM, whatever it's called. I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> it took me forever to find out that it was, oh, stand-up paddleboarding. <laughs> Someone had to teach me that. So anyway, <laughs> my face was red, but I was like, uh, it, it made for a good laugh, to tell you the truth. And um, um, it's been, you know, so of course, you know, I've been busy. Father's Day weekend, I've uh, traveled out to Cali to see my pop and then when I came back I just kind of got focused on work and I've been doing really good for the, any of you who care I got a fantastic review they said my I got my mid-year review and they said I've been doing a fantastic job and um, even better than you know than last year so I'm like oh whoa so my my priorities are kind of like not shifting but I'm focusing more I'm um, more about hey me I guess you can say for lack of a better term, um, um, I'm reading more. I'm, I'm actually reading this fantastic book right now, and I realize I am a people pleaser and a um, I suppress a lot of my anger and all that. And I think that was makes me passive aggressive. And it's I and I realize it's kind of like when I read No More Mister Nice Guy. Um, I forget the author, but if you guys get a chance and it's it just deals it just tells you why you don't want to be labeled a nice guy how they have ulterior motives i think i mentioned that in this podcast before and um the name of this book is called uh not nice the submissive uh stance and this is by um dr aziz gazelle well, you can look him up Gazipur, I believe. Um, I, I believe I, I probably chopped that up, and I, I apologize, doctor, if you ever hear this podcast or somebody mentions that they listened to my podcast. Unfortunately, <laughs> he probably will tell you, "Hey, don't listen to that guy." Right? <laughs> no, but seriously, it's like it's telling me how I've been people pleasing, and um, with me being super nice and maybe uh, not even sharing my opinions and. Because of that, you know, I don't feel fulfilled. I have, a, you know, I might have physical pain because of it, because I'm not being me. 
and it's it is it's funny i'm listening to this right now currently just out of timing wise it's funny how the universe works and the reason why i'm touching the subject again a third time this is the first time at, this is marks a milestone folks this is the third time i'm talking about a one subject because i had more emails on this subject when i had talked about ghosting than any other subject i've had uh, anything with dating you guys love it seems <laughs> when i talk say an opinion about something i have a strong opinion which about something you guys react when i don't want to have like a in the middle maybe i'm kind of wishy-washy about it you guys leave it alone but when i have a strong opinion about something you guys are just all over it i love it i love it but you know what i realize that's what we have to talk about and what's the point of having a podcast if uh you know stirring up con conversation if you're not going to have a, a stance on something right so the we're talking about ghosting again so I already have two episodes on it and why I'm all right with it. I'm not saying that every, every, and don't get me wrong. A lot of people start attacking on the email, uh, emails. And I got to respond back. Hey, um, it's not about, you know, Hey, I'm, I'm pro ghosting, you know, it's just in every situation. Um, it's just, um, I think it warrants it in most uh, in situations, especially if the interactions really early, you haven't developed anything. So that's my, again, that's another disclaimer I have to do right now. Even though we're talking about this a third time, and you, and a lot of you are think are going to think when I tell you my story that it's, it's I probably deserve it or whatever. It's, it's not about deserving or anything like that, especially when it's interaction is early. Um, I think it, if you, if you're going to ghost or you do get ghosted, it just, I mean, not saying you deserve it, but I mean, like, that's what you got. And leave, leave it be. All right? If if you guys are nothing established, just leave it be. So let me go ahead and tell you my story so you guys can either laugh, uh, whatever, or, you know, actually, or maybe have an, you know, open ear and actually listen to why I'm still okay with ghosting. And um, say, you know what? Hey, maybe we can actually come to an agreement that, we can agree to disagree. You know, if you, you don't think ghosting's permissible under any circumstance, I want you to think about that, especially when in a professional environment. Like, how many times have, uh, you know, if, especially in your sales, somebody said, oh, thank you, let me get back to you. How many times do they get back to you? Never. Isn't that a form of ghosting? You interview for your dream job and um, they'll say, oh, hey, you know, we're, or, you know, hey, we're going to, whatever they, whatever jargon they use, hey, we're going to, we have other, People were taking consideration. We're going to make a final decision within the next two weeks, and uh, we'll let you know. And then you never hear anything. How many times does that happen to you? All right. And then let's be honest here. In your in your in our love interests or whatever, somebody you just find cool. You've been out on a date once or twice with them, and they just ghost you again. You guys have nothing set. There was no promise of oh hey. I'm going to date you forever or whatever. You know, I know it's a little far-fetched, but it is true. There's no attachment. And if that's what they give you, that's what they give you. You need to, you need to get over that. No, I'm sorry. I don't want to say you need to get over that, but you need to find a way to deal with that. You invested too much, too quick. And that's one thing I learned from the book that, um, uh, that one I just mentioned, not nice. It's not about you just getting over it because we don't, obviously. And I, I'm, I'm trying to meet you guys halfway here. 
I'm not saying like, hey, drop it, because I know still. Let's just say for some reason you still, you still like, hey, you thought, hey, this is an awesome person. You can see yourself long term with them, whatever. And um, you, you're hoping it works out. You know, you shouldn't get too invested, but you just say you already crossed that line. If they ghost you. You, you have to realize at that point, like, man, at the, first of all, you know, whatever you do to, to get over it, get over it. Uh, well, no, I'm sorry. Not again. There you go. Don't I, I'm saying the wrong thing. What I'm trying to say is like, hey, whatever you need to do to help you heal, heal. All right. And I know it's never fully it fully heals. I know everybody likes closure. I've said this before. I don't know what closure is. Because even though if you have a quote unquote closure, the feelings never go away. The thoughts never leave your head. So you never really do have closure. Closure is a thing of like, hey, it's done, it's over with, and we move on in life. Your head's not gonna let you. Your heart's not gonna let you. You're gonna something's gonna trigger this emotions later on again. So you never really do have closure, do you? So anyway, um, going back to uh, what you need to do, it's just like for me, hey, I, well, let, let, I'll get that to in a second. Let me tell you the story. So again, you might think I, you're gonna laugh, say I deserve it or whatever, but I'm still okay with it, and I'll tell and I'll tell you why in a bit. So after three dates, I was seeing somebody I had met online. We hit it off. I thought at first I'm always, uh, as you guys can tell, or maybe not, I don't know. I'm pretty entertaining, so or I can at least talk. And obviously, I, this is a one-man show, and I can go on for 20, 30 minutes, even more so. But I know anchor times me so <laughs> i think i can only have like a half hour or something like that somewhere close to a half hour not a full half hour but anyway knowing uh knowing that and i ask different type of questions and i try to interact as much as i can and i i don't have a problem on a first date so uh, at least for my part i get a lot of second dates but then it kind of fizzles out after that and i had met somebody like I, we had a first date we didn't exchange numbers ahead of time nothing like that Went super well, at least I thought. And um, obviously she thought as well. She actually asked at the end of the day, can we exchange the number? I want to see you again. I'm like, well, okay, cool. I, I kind of took it like, okay, she's cool, whatever. And if it happens, it happens. doesn't, doesn't. And um, we we were talking like every day, uh, texting. And uh, we would stay on the phone sometimes late, which that's kind of whoever knows my MO. That's, that's pretty much what, how I work. And I invested some t- uh, time with her, and we had like second date went well. She already started planning. Oh, hey, you know, uh, things like not major things, but you know what we would mention, like say other venues, like say restaurants, bars, or things to do out here in Portland. And uh, she would say like, oh, we should do that. And I go, oh, whoa, she was already inclusive. I'm like, okay, it's just an activity. It's nothing like, oh, hey, let's reinvest, whatever. You know, you know, you know, hey, let's invest. I'm like, okay, okay, cool. And, um, you know, we would talk a bit more intimate about each other, what, you know, our, our likes, our dislikes, our turn on, turn offs, things of that nature. Already after the second, by third date, we were, um, I mean, we were like just comfortable, you know? So, like, and we kind of had to call it early because um, she had to, guess, travel, not the next day, but by the end of the week. And all of a sudden, you know, I, um, you know, I didn't hear from her. You know, like, like I did hear from her the next day. Oh, yeah, you know, we had great. It's like, yeah, I'm tired, but, like, I had a fantastic time with you, whatever. It's totally worth it. 
So I'm thinking, okay, cool. So as you can tell, I'm I'm kind of getting invested here. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm, which I'm telling myself, don't get too invested, okay? Don't because even even though she's proactive, you don't get too invested here. And she's really cool. I mean, and our backgrounds are very similar. We're we're both Latino. More specifically, we're both Mexican. And so you know, it's, it's I, a lot a lot of things she says and a lot of tradition beliefs that she has is very relatable. And, you know, considering that we're, we both come from t- traditional Latino families, it's uh, uh, kind of rare that to find that, hell, hey, somebody who's like pro-choice as I am. Somebody, oh, shoot, you know, even though I grew up Catholic, went to Catholic school. And so it's kind of endearing, right? Anyway, so um, so anyway, so uh, she was going to leave him in a few days. I didn't hear from her. Even from the time she left, she, I didn't hear from her. So it's already been like the week and. Pretty much, I can. I was gonna. I'm recording this on a Friday. I was gonna record this on a Monday, and um, I'm like, I haven't heard from her, so it's already been over a week. So it's like, uh, she's only gonna be gone for a week. So I'm like, well, I'm pretty safe to say I'm pretty much been ghosted, dude. But uh, it it is. I mean, I don't want to speak too. I mean, she could be. I don't know. <laughs> she's already back home. She's been back home, but it's it's fine because something. I don't know. Anything could happen during that time. I don't want to jump to conclusions like, oh, hey, she, I, n- nothing dumb like, oh, hey, she met the man of her dreams or wh- whatever. I could have been, I could have been an in-between for her too. You know, it's like, okay, maybe she was, she was uh red flag for me. She was recently s- divorced, like under a year. And maybe it was just, hey, we went too fast, whatever. I can go through a thousand scenarios in my head, but the truth of the matter is I haven't heard from her. So it's safe to say pretty much I got ghosted. I'll admit, I got a, I got hurt over it. Started journaling, journaling, um, because I, I was like, oh shit, I think I liked her, I really did. But at the same time, I'm not gonna go chasing after. And I figured, you know what? Maybe we did go too fast, too quick. Doesn't really matter. And I also, uh, I, I had to break my cycle, my my thought patterns was just logic. Meaning, I, I started thinking of scenarios in my head, like little things that, did I say something wrong with it? No. I did everything right. I am me. All right? And that's one thing that uh, this book has taught me, too. The Not Nice book. By the way, I'm I'm not going to put a link to it. You guys can look it up on Audible or Amazon. It's a great book. I'm only halfway through it. But it is a great book. It's giving me more clarity about who I want to be versus what I'm perceived to be. And I don't, uh, uh, the reason I'm not going to put a link to it is because I, I, I'm not, they're not sponsoring the show. He's, I've never talked to the author in any way, shape, shape or form or the publishing company. And um, I'm just plugging it because it's really helping me, especially during this time. Like, hey, wait a minute. You know what? I tend to be too nice. I really do. And because of that, I think I'm not getting what I want. And uh, I think, I, I really believe that it's, I need to be more assertive. I'm more accommodating than, than uh, putting out there what I, what I really want. So it's, it's an eye opener for me. So I, I definitely uh, want uh, to recommend for those who struggle with that, who are, who are people pleasers, definitely to check it out. You don't always have to have the right thing to say. You don't always have to hold back your opinion because you don't want to you don't want to offend anybody. You don't always have to ask somebody else what they want to do or 
this one I never had a problem with. I always was good to say what I want to do. And if they don't want to do that, then F them. You know? <laughs> so that's a that's the best way I can really say that, uh, deliver that. But either way, uh, how I got over this is that um, going back to that topic of being ghosted, I journaled, I thought about it, I took a couple of days off. I even purged. Everybody who I was kind of like wishy-washy with, I would only see like maybe once in a while. I just purged. I just, I said, you know what? It's time to start new. And the last weekend and this weekend, it will be the first two, two weekends in a row where I do not have a date at all. I know. Golf clap, right? It's I'm working on myself. I want to spend time with myself. I've been going myself doing reading books. I've been going out to the gym more literally every day. I'm now only drinking when, when literally socially, when I first got here because of depression, uh, being away from my family, I was drinking every day, guys, every day, every day. And it, it, it did affect me. Now I haven't drank in like two, almost two weeks. It's um, I, not, not, not saying not a drop, but I am not excessively. Like Sunday, I had gone to this fantastic sushi place out in Lake Oswego. Anyway, um, I did have a little sake with my sushi because I, I don't believe that you should drink water with sushi or soda. It's not the same. You got to wash it down with a little alcohol. But it was just a small one, and, this, and it was during lunch. Like I had just got out of my, my uh, uh, weekend job. It was hot. It was fantastic. I loved it. Anyway, but other than that, like drinking at night on my, no, none of it. So I've been getting up earlier again. My stomach's going down. My body's taking form because of all the gym I'm going to, uh, you know, every day, because I'm going every day. Um, I don't have an intense workout, but I have, I'm, I'm not really doing it for specific reasons. Oh, I, you know, I want to compete or anything like that. I'm just doing it for my health. That's it. And, you know, try to slim down a little bit. And, you know, so far it's working. I like the progress I'm doing, even though today I only did about 40 minutes because I just wasn't feeling it. But at least I'm still productive and I'm getting up earlier. Um, I look back on my journals, makes me laugh. Oh, one thing I was thinking about when if you guys are going to journal. If um, and that's this is going to be key for you to detach people, I think. And this is just, uh, I'm, I'm not a professional. I'm just saying well, this works for me because I, I, can separate, I can separate the two in my mind. I know we think back to people and we, we, um, we associate feelings with them. We always do. I understand that. That's, you learn that in any type of soci social construct uh, of um, when you're learning uh, to socialize as well. Um, you've ever read books on socialization or, you know, pick up whatever they'll, they'll teach you like, Oh, Hey, people associate you not with what you said, how you made them feel or what you did, how you made them feel. And that is very true. That's the anchor. So to de-anchor that, if uh, you did say you did have some fun with somebody, you uh, with somebody or uh, you had a bad time with somebody, um, don't mention them in the journal. What I would, what I do is uh, um, pick out the feeling that you felt and associate it with an event. Man, uh, this was messed up. What happened on this day? 
you know, it's I was I was mad when I don't know. Let's just say that they uh, they the other person criticized you like I was. Uh, let's just say they criticized like your shoes or something you were wearing. Hey, uh, you just journal. Hey, I didn't felt right about what was said about my shoes today. My shoes are awesome. I like them. And that's all you should journal about it. Uh, uh, again, I'm just recommending. Don't put a name and a face to it. Why? Because then you're going to remember them. And then that's going to trigger even more feelings. If you make my journal, you're, if your name, I mean, you're, you got to be something special. No one's made my journal. I only uh, associate my feelings and events. That's it. Something to think about. Use it's not gonna. It doesn't make sense right now, but it's if you guys practice it and or you guys just think about it for long enough, you'll be like, hey, that's right. I, I, he might have a point here that, or or you might see a way that you can actually, if you have the same thought process as I do, where it's where you can say, hey, I'm gonna remember the event. What made what, what made me happy at the event, dude? I had a great time. Let's say you had a mini golf date. I had a great time. I mini golfed. I haven't done it in a long time. Don't even mention your date. Doesn't matter. I know you go, oh, but he or she made me feel or they made me feel great. No. You were happy to mini golf. They were they were just part of it. But your 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 connection is to the mini golf. You got mention how you got nostalgic. I used to do this a lot as a kid and I loved it. I used to be good. I even had, you know, mini tournaments or whatever. I was what whatever the case may be, remember the event and log that. You can vice versa with the, with the, um, even if it's a horrible event, remember the event, how you felt, log that. If you need to get it off your chest, what the person did or how they made you feel, write a letter, do that, but not in your journal. Don't journal it. Write a letter to them. Hey, uh, person X. I hated you for leaving me after, I don't know, 10 years or whatever. It it actually does help. And something for you to think about. Yeah, definitely. So we'll talk on the next one for sure. <laughs> okay.